0: Gone is a podcast about people who have gone missing from the United States and Canada. These people are daughters, sons, sisters, and aunties. They didn't just disappear.
1: Someone, somewhere, knows something. I'm Janelle Feller. And I'm Katie Nordby. These are the stories of Jacqueline Sopanic and Dorothy and Danielle Pitcher.
0: Jacqueline and Vanderly Sapanic were originally from Brazil. They had moved to Omaha, Nebraska in 2005. They were missionaries from a Florida-based church, the Assembly of God, Bethlehem Ministry. Um, They had moved to Omaha to renovate the Paul VI High School near 16th and Center Street into a mission training center. In 2009, Jacqueline was 43, Vanderlei was 36, and their son Christopher was 7. The family was known to be religious, generous, hardworking, close-knit family with strong ties to their community. Between December 14th and the 18th of 2009, the Zapanik family friend, Amelia Den-Hertog, tried to reach them by phone. When she wasn't able to connect with them, she called the Florida pastor, Humberto Solano Costa, on January 6th, 2010. She told him that she normally spoke to the family every day, but was not able to speak to them had not been able to speak to them since mid-December. The pastor flew to Omaha on January 8th and filed a missing persons report with the police. When the police searched the family home, they found everything intact. It appeared that the family was just planning to be out for a short while, not a few days. Their phone chargers and computers were left behind and the fridge was stocked. Shortly after the family was reported missing, they found vandalized gray Nissan pickup abandoned a few blocks from their home. In February, they found Jacqueline's 1995 beige Dodge Caravan. In May 2010, the police arrested Jose Carlos Oliveira Cutino, Elias Lorenzo Batiste, and Valdir Gonzalez Santos and charged them with the unlawful use of a financial device belonging to the Sapanik family. The three men had withdrawn $4,000 from ATMs for food and clothing starting sometime in December. All three of the men were illegal immigrants from the same town in Brazil as the Hispanic family, and all three worked for the Hispanic family. Charges against Lorenzo Batiste and Gonzalez Santos were dropped in January for procedural reasons. By the time the case went to t- trial, Lorenzo Batiste had been deported back to Brazil and could not be extradited because it was forbidden. At the murder trial, the wives of Gonzales Santos and Oliveira Coutino, traveled from Brazil to testify against their spouses. The wives rep- wanted to report what the men had told them at the time that the Hispanic family went missing. Apparently, the men were upset about the wages that they were receiving for their work on the mission training center. Gonzales Santos admitted his guilt and said that he would testify against the other two in exchange for a plea deal. He testified that the three men beat Vanderly to death in front of his wife. They then bound and hung Jacqueline and Christopher before throwing their bodies into the Missouri River. His confession gave the court enough evidence to charge the other two suspects with murder. In October 2011, Gonzalez Santos led authorities to the area where the bodies were dumped. There they found the skeletal remains of Christopher Sapanik. The remains of Jacqueline and Vandalai Sapanik were never found. As of 2019, Jose Carlos Oliveira Coutinho is serving three life sentences plus additional time for withdrawing funds from the Sapanik bank account. Vandalier Gonzalez-Santos received 20 years for second-degree murder in exchange for his testimony. Elias Lorenzo Batiste had been deported back to Brazil before he could be charged in the deaths of Jacqueline and Van- Jacqueline Vandalier and Christopher Sapanik. There is an active warrant for him and his role in this case. Jacqueline Sapanic went missing between December 14th and 18th, 2009. She is a 53-year-old Hispanic female. She is 5'6 and weighs between 150 and 160 pounds. She has brown hair, brown eyes, and wears glasses. If you have any information about Jacqueline Sapanic, contact the Omaha Police Department at 402 444 56 Zero
1: zero. Do we know why these other men came here? Was it just because just to help with the church or the mission training center, or why were they here in the first place? Well, they
0: were in Omaha because they were working for the Sapanic family to uh, renovate the school into the mission training center. Okay. So
1: they were working. Um, on that specific project. So they, they obviously must have known them in Brazil? Yeah, well. And then. It,
0: it appears okay. as if they did. Okay. I mean, it appears as if there was, a, there, was a, there was a relationship. Okay. And apparently, and I don't know if I mentioned it in the story, but they felt that they. The, the, the people who killed the Sapanic family felt that they had been shorted wages.
1: Okay.
0: That they had earned. And um, that was the reason that they took the steps that they did. Um, they were They were illegal immigrants, so there's no not necessarily any records to to show or to state or to verify, and they would have had no place to go to voice their grievances. Right. And so they took care of matters themselves. And, and I don't know the it's one thing to have a grievance against an individual an adult who may have wronged you it's another to have it against a 7-year-old child yeah it's it, that's just i i, I can i can't imagine what they went through because they apparently i mean they had to pick one one at least one person up and two other people up get them together them out and just the what they went through before they died just mm-hmm. had to be horrific. That's, it is horrific. So Vanderlee is still missing. His his body has not been found. And um and they have uh Jacqueline has an has an an adult daughter that still lives in Brazil. Okay. So and she's come to the United States to take care of their property and to to, to take care of all of that but um it's just tragic yeah just tragic they were trying to they were trying to make the world a better place and i i would hope that they wouldn't short workers of their wages but um you know people do all kinds of things for all kinds of reasons and so right. uh, it regardless these individuals felt that they had been shorted And this was their revenge. In
1: 1993, Dorothy and John Pitcher were raising six children in sunny zona, Arizona. Between the two of them, they had 14 children. John had two children from a previous marriage, and him and Dorothy had eight children together. Dorothy was 47, and her daughter, Danielle, was 14 at the time. Sunny Zona is a small, quiet town about 95 miles east of Tucson. It's a rural town with around 200 people. On May 23, 1993, the family went to church. When they returned home, Dorothy and Danielle decided to walk to the RV park store to pick up cigarettes for John and to get some ice cream. The store was on the corner of what is now Highway 191 and Highway 181. It was about three miles from their home. The other five children stayed at home with John. Along the way to the store, they stopped at one of the other daughter's residences and invited her to come with. She declined, but invited them to dinner after they ran their errand. Dorothy and Danielle arrived at the store, purchased cigarettes and ice cream cones, and Dorothy used the payphone to make a call. The Pitcher home didn't have a phone at the time. They were seen by friends who drove past them on their route back home, and that is the last time Dorothy and Danielle Pitcher were seen. When they didn't return home, John asked around to see if they had stopped somewhere. When no one had heard from them, he called the police. Search dogs were brought in and picked up their scent along the route they would have walked. The scent stopped on the side of the road. A vehicle may have picked them up. A helicopter search of the area failed to show show anything. Deputies went door-to-door hoping to find someone who might have seen them. There may have been a white van with Colorado license plates nearby. John was ruled out as a suspect after he passed a polygraph test. John passed away in 1998. The police investigated a Flint, Michigan man whom Dorothy had an affair with while he was in Arizona, but he had moved back to Flint before Dorothy and Danielle disappeared. Surveillance at his Flint residence showed no indication that the pictures were there, and he told police he hadn't heard from Dorothy recently. Dorothy's children don't believe she would have ran away with another man without letting them know. A search warrant in 2009 alleged a confession involving kidnapping rape and murder the confession came from a third party but the name was not made public he is somebody that the police spoke to in 1993. the search warrant was for a property on north moore road in elfrida arizona which is about 20 minutes from Zona. Cochise county investigators and scientists from the university of arizona use radio technology and subsurface imaging which would basically tell them if the soil had been altered, like a grave or an excavation. They searched 19 acres of a private property, but no other details have been made public, and no outcome of the search was posted anywhere. Investigators have said that they have, they have two suspects in their disappearance, but neither have been named. One of Dorothy's daughters told KGUN 9 News in 2017 that, quote, nothing was different about the day they disappeared. There was nothing different with the situation except they, except they never arrived back home. Unquote. She said her mom was soft-spoken and never wanted to cause waves. She said Danielle had energy; she was silly and vibrant. She doesn't expect she'll ever see her mom or sister again, because she doesn't think they just disappeared. She believes someone out there killed Dorothy and Danielle, but that we can still find the killer. Another sibling, C.J who now lives in Maine, said that every year they send mailings to people in town, local businesses, and prisons. The family has a website dedicated to finding Dorothy and Danielle. The website is www.missingpitchers.org, which will also be on our website. Thank you. Dorothy Pitcher was 47 years old when she went missing from Sunnyzona, Arizona in 1993. She would be 74 now. She is described as Caucasian, 5'2 to 5'3 and 145 pounds. She has brown hair and brown eyes. She was last seen wearing a white short outfit with a duck design. She wears glasses and dentures but wasn't wearing either when she went missing. Danielle Pitcher was 14 years old in 1993. She would be 41 now. She is Caucasian, 5'1 and 112 pounds. She has blonde hair and blue eyes. She was last seen wearing a white shirt or tank top white shorts, and black or brown heeled boots with fringe. This case remains open and foul play is suspected. If you have any information about the disappearance and or whereabouts of Dorothy and Danielle Pitcher, please call the Cochise County Sheriff's Office at 520-432-9500. So they didn't list anybody of interest? Mm -mm. No one. So the search warrant was issued in 2009. I couldn't find anywhere anything about the outcome of that, mm-hmm. or I, I really couldn't find anything else. Was
0: uh, John Pitcher much older than his wife, who was 47 at the time she went missing? Do, you, do we have any idea? It's just surprising because he, he died five years later, which would have put him at, you know, less
1: than 60. Right. And, um... I don't recall. I don't recall how, how old he was.
0: There's strange things about this. Um, in 1993, they didn't have a, a home phone. And who did she make the call to? When she went to the gas station. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't... The I don't only don't. person that would have overheard
1: that call is Danielle. Right. And she's missing. Right. Um, and they don't... They talked about there could have been a, a white van. From Colorado. But they don't talk anymore about that. I'm not sure if maybe a witness saw it sitting there, mm-hmm. or why that might be interesting, or... Well, and it's a small
0: town, so you would... Something that kind of stood out.
1: However, they were on the intersection
0: of Highway 191 and 181, and this gas station, or the RV store, RV... Park store. Park store, was three miles from their home. Right. Um, And they had 14 kids. Between the two of them? He had two
1: yeah.
0: Before. It, holy cow! Right. And there were six at five. There were six at home, including Danielle.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so you would assume that they're under the age of eighteen. Holy cow! Um, it's a, it feels strange, <clears throat> just knowing what you've. It's it feels
1: strange. Yeah. It feels disjointed. It feels this whole yeah. story feels when I was when I was researching it. It was like I kept missing. It was like there was always something missing. Like mm-hmm. I just couldn't quite find a gap of information. The right yeah anything else that kind of filled in. You know it, we go from nineteen ninety three to then two thousand nine to then two thousand seventeen, mm-hmm. and obviously that doesn't mean that there should be something in between there, but. It it just feels like there's something missing in well, the story,
0: and they. They they speak of the mother, Dorothy, that was soft spoken and never caused waves, but she had an affair. And I it, not that anything about that caused um them to go missing, but it, it may have had something to do with it. It's hard to say. It does feel it yeah, does feel know. like there's there's gaps in the story.
1: Yeah. We ask that you do not reach out to the families or post names of possible suspects on social media. Missing person photos, along with information and articles used for these cases, can be found on our website at gone-podcast.com.
0: So, Katie, I promised you, I promised you that I had some good ones for you. I'm ready. This is a good one. These are weird drinks from around the world. Oh, perfect. I didn't even know they could get this weird. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even know. So I'm going to wait till you quit drinking your water before I, because I'm afraid that it could be, come back out, because okay. some of these are super disgusting. Okay. Snake wine. Rice wine with snakes inside. It pickles them. And then you drink it? Well, some people do. Yeah.
1: And the snakes are alive when they go in. That's nice. It's like snake water. It's, it's like when you leave a popsicle in water for a little while and there's just like hint of popsicle. Is it like hint of snake? Well, I think
0: it's essence of snake. Gross. Um, Gross. And it doesn't specify what kind of snake.
1: Oh, they might have different flavors. <laughs> that made me almost throw up.
0: Yeah. No, is this, like this If you just you just have to lick the outside and you'll kinda of get a get a taste of a kind of a feel like a garden snake is very herby. <laughs> right. Right, I get right. it. And a rattlesnake yeah. is very dusty. Yeah. There's that's just how it works. Right, gotcha. Kay. So I mean that will certainly affect the snake wine. Yep. Um this is maybe my favorite. <laughs> It's called Smoker's Cough. It's Jägermeister and mayonnaise, which is what sort of a god curdle. I don't even... Why um, Jäger and mayo. Why? Why? And, and it just makes makes my mouth start to water in a bad way that makes you feel like uh, I, I'm, I'm going to lose it. Yeah, something's bad. Something's something, bad. Yeah. Something's bad. Yeah. Prairie Oyster. Raw egg yolk, Worcestershire sauce, tomato juice, hot sauce, salt, and ground black pepper. I mean, the sophisticated part of this is it's the pep- black pepper is ground.
1: I feel like that's not even a drink. it's like a sauce it's not how it's not even liquidy enough to drink. It's like a sauce.
0: well, it's like it's just basically it's
1: just a raw egg
0: uh maybe it, but it's floating in tomato juice.
1: Oh oh, okay. <laughs> that makes it better. <laughs>
0: That yellow oh, yolk. okay. Okay the yellow yolk of the egg just floating around in there. <laughs> Yuck. Ew,
1: ew, ew. Do you, do
0: you break the yolk to drink it? I you don't drink it. You throw it away and <laughs> just drink the Yuck. tomato juice. Honestly. I I would hope so, but regardless, it would still have the um the whites, the I mean the sliminess of the whites. Yeah, the, and, you know that was it was
1: it wasn't even. Why did I even ask that question? It, because it, the better it, question is why in the first place. Right, I think
0: that's a good question. Not and how do we break the yolk first? <laughs> because that doesn't reduce the grossiness <laughs> no, it of it. It nope. doesn't. It doesn't. And, I mean, yeah, I think you could maybe. It could be maybe less. Uh the word for it would be disgusting. <laughs> I was thinking more of the word of that would be about the thick, the viscosity of the egg and the yolk and the tomato juice. If it was all mixed in it would have uh, it would be flow better and there wouldn't be uh, you wouldn't have to chew so I'm much. Turn- oh you wouldn't have to chew. <laughs> <laughs> you gross salad. and me out. This isn't much better peanut butter and jelly soda oh this is uh the brand is lester fixins oh sorry lester's fixins it's a drink that tastes like nuts with a slightly fruity
1: taste oh it tastes mostly like nuts though i mean okay well nuts are very different than peanut butter they're yeah di- they're very different so it re- it should really be called nut and jelly <laughs> soda Nut and jelly soda.
0: Well, I mean that's a whole different kind of. Yeah, I suppose. But but it, it, I I just say that to you because that's what they told me because somebody's actually drank it and I'm not going to drink no, it. No, I feel. I'm like, a fan of peanut butter and I'm a fan of jelly on a piece of bread.
1: Yeah, I'm fine with that. Well, and I think that a peanut butter and jelly soda might not actually be half bad it compared would be to whole bad. well, but compared, compared to, to some the other things. prairie oyster. But when you take away the creaminess of a peanut butter and just say peanut. Oh, it tastes, it tastes like, like nuts. Peanut. Yeah, it tastes like nut. I, I can't get behind that. Can't get behind that? No. Ick. But, you know, peanut butter is made out of brown nuts. I know, but it has a different taste than a peanut. It has, yep. You know what I mean? It has a different texture, yeah. too.
0: Ugh. Milk. Milk and beer. Oh, God. It's Japanese, and it has a fruity taste. Oh, that's nice. Milk and beer, bilk. I I just hope that that never catches on over here. Mama Mia Pizza Beer, the brand the brand is Mama Mia, Pizza Beer created in two thousand six in a home brewery in Campton Township, Illinois.
1: It tastes like pizza. Tastes like pizza. Well, skip a step. Just drink your pizza.
0: But the idea of it gives me heartburn. Yeah. Along with this idea, pickled juice soda. Grandpa Joe's Candy Shop in Pennsylvania makes it. You can buy it on Amazon. Two bottles for $35.99. Pickle juice soda. Carbonated pickle juice. Mm. That's expensive. Two bottles. Then maybe big bottles. Oh. I mean, because if you're going to drink it, what the hell? <laughs> drink a whole bunch of it. <laughs> go big or go home. I mean, I... And, you know... Ugh. Yeah. Mixing any of these things is just bad. How about yogurt flavored Pepsi? First appeared in Japan in 2008. It leaves a lemon and vanilla aftertaste. That, that maybe won't be so horrible. It's not as so. Long as bad. It's not the color of yogurt. And there's not yogurt chunks floating in it. Yep, no. How about celery soda? It's, it's, uh, it's a brand of Dr. Brown's and it's been around since 1869. Celery doesn't have a taste. Celery does, too, have a taste. Water? It doesn't taste like water. It tastes like celery. Water with a hint of celery? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) But they have celery seed. They have... Celery has a taste. Now you're making me question everything. (laughs) Celery tastes like celery. Oh, it tastes like green water. Garlic <laughs> and onion... Sorry, garlic. That's totally different. Garlic and onion juice. I was putting them together. Oh, Garlic juice and onion juice. Wait, oh. I think these are two separate ones, my oh, is okay. Garlic juice and onion juice. They are very popular in South Korea.
1: They may be the same. I it doesn't feel like, make it any better. No, but I feel like that's the, that's the exact right thing if you don't want any friends... You don't want any family. Oh, can you, you just, can imagine? If the, you if you just want to be left alone, you that's what you drink. <laughs> and you mix those suckers.
0: <laughs> can I just say the burps that would come from oh, the garlic gosh. juice uh, or onion heck. juice? White fungus bird's nest drink from Wonder Farm. It's a it's from China, and eight point four fluid ounces cost fifty two dollars. What is it? It's a white fungus <laughs> bird's nest drink. <laughs> it's. <laughs> i don't know what you're asking so they- <laughs> it's a bird's nest we'll see birds make a nest and there's and i don't know they, where the that, white fungus
1: comes in and then they just like float that nest in water oh and then i they think get, it's a- and then they extract the water from the marinating bird's nest and, the, and there's fungus in it okay white fungus
0: I don't know. It makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. Yep. 8.4 fluid ounces for $52. Well, there you go. <laughs> if you have $52 to waste, that's a good way to waste yep. it. I wouldn't drink it, but no. you can waste it that way. Avocado honey ale.
1: Hmm.
0: So an avocado honey beer. Uh, it's made in California with avocado, honey, cilantro, and lime juice. Gross. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, that doesn't it's not f- green. It's ale color, mm. beer color, but gross. Yeah. Why would you I like each of those things separately? I don't want to drink any of them.
1: No, no, I no. Uh
0: curry lemonade. It's Japanese and it costs two hundred and twelve dollars from Amazon.
1: Wow. So it it's basically tastes, just like
0: a spicy lemonade? Yeah. Curry is a real distinct flavor. I mean, yeah. I mean, curry has different flavors. Yeah. And a, a variety, a wide variety of flavors, but it's it's. Um, I wouldn't call it subtle. Yeah. I know people who would like this, ranch dressing soda. This is also from Lester Lester, Lester Fixins. Apparently, the soda smells like blue cheese and smelly feet. Wait. The soda smells like blue cheese and smelly feet. It tastes like coconut and sugar. I couldn't get over the smelly feet and the blue cheese. I
1: couldn't. I couldn't do it. I. That the whole thing didn't even make sense. So it's ranch soda. It smells like blue cheese and feet. It tastes like coconut and sugar. Those. What? I mean, it. Why wouldn't you name it ranch soda? I mean, that's exactly what I would name it if it. Tasted like that. I
0: mean, I don't want it to taste like ranch soda <laughs> no. or ranch dressing. <laughs> no. I, I, if it tasted like coconut, good. Right. That Fine. would be great. But I would call it then co- coconut.
1: Right. But smelly coconut drink. Ugh. Okay.
0: I couldn't. I. I don't know why. I think I might be sensitive to smells. But if it tasted like, I. I couldn't drink something that that tastes that smelled like blue cheese. No. Or no matter heat. how it tasted. I don't care. No. How about garlic Coke? Ugh. It was released in Japan in 2017, and people went crazy for it. It's just regular Coke with ground garlic in it.
1: Oh, gosh. Just strain
0: it out with your teeth.
1: Ew. (laughs) Chew as you swallow.
0: Kumis. It is a traditional Asian drink made of horse milk and alcohol. It tastes similar to kefir, Mm -hmm. which is fermented milk made from the kefir grain. Oh. It doesn't sound good. Right. Again, I'm not interested in mixing my beer. I mean, I can see the value in it. It would coat the stomach. Drinking beer and milk together, that maybe that would be good for some people. I mean, you'd gain a little bit of calcium and...
1: I don't know. Yeah. Nope, not know. interested.
0: This is the worst one yet. This is cow urine. This drink from India, this soft drink from India, entered the market in 2011. It is cow urine, but it doesn't smell like it. Oh, well, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. What a relief. Yeah. I have no idea what it does smell like, but I'm still not interested. Ugh, gross.
1: You're welcome. Gross, gross. My distraction this week are funny parents on social media. I like funny parents. Yeah. Just remember, no matter how bad your day is going, there are some parents out there with white furniture.
0: It would be a bad day every day.
1: Every day, every day.
0: And I don't care if those those parents are have adult children. I don't trust myself. I can't. No. I can't have. I can't. I can't have anything white. No. 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 I. I can't. <laughs> I don't have children. <laughs> and I, don't, I don't have children. I don't have a dog. But I can't have anything white.
1: No, I don't. I don't. It's it's just a bad idea. It's all a bad around. idea. Yeah. Oh nothing, just scooping out the bubbles from the bath for my toddler who requested a bubble bath.
0: Scooping out, <laughs> scooping out the bubbles for my the toddler bath. that requested a bubble bath. And changed their mind. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. Too many bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> what are you uh, doing with the bubbles? I don't flush them. I don't really <laughs> flush. I don't know. I don't
1: know. Apparently, that person doesn't know what to do with them. No, it. I guess not. I've got 99 problems, and most of them involve dinner with my kids. <laughs> getting them to eat. Yep. Sitting at the table. Yep. Stop poking each other with a
0: fork. <laughs> um, that can't be true for a parent with
1: just one child. Oh, yeah. It depends on the age. Oh, yeah. Just getting them to eat their food. Yeah. Yeah. No, not not not, not, not feeding anymore the, anymore the dog. Now, but,
0: right. Not feeding yeah. the dog the food. Not hiding the peas. Um
1: just it's a battle. Getting,
0: just getting through the meal. Yep. Huh. Boy, I just have me and Dave. <laughs> it's, it's not easy, that easy. It's pretty easy, actually. <laughs>
1: Usually no fighting or gnashing of yeah, teeth. right. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. You can either have low blood pressure or be a parent responsible for putting sunscreen on your kid's face. Oh, good God. Uh, don't move. Don't. Okay, don't. I'm going to get it in your eye. Okay, don't. Yep.
0: And you have to reapply. (laughs) Right. And when you get them all lotioned up, they're slippery little suckers. They are.
1: They are. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I love my kids equally, except the one that sleeps in the latest every day. I love that one a little more. Because it's
0: just... A little bit quieter, a little bit longer.
1: That would be me. I I sleep in the latest. (laughs) (laughs) Husband. The good news is, is that our credit card bill is, will be super low since we've been in quarantine. Me. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yes,
0: dear. What do you think I've been doing this entire time? <laughs> How do you Feeding think we survived? Our children? Watching
1: our children? <laughs>
0: Teaching our children? No. I've been shopping on shopping. Amazon.
1: I just spent 30 minutes in a car arguing with three kids about why you can't stare at the sun. So if any of you are hoping hoping future generations are going to fix anything, there's your answer. <laughs> why? Yep, why. Why? <laughs> why not? Why? My husband started rating our daughters or no, our my husband started rating our teenagers' moods like hurricanes. We're a category 5 in the kitchen this morning. <laughs> Here's some bottled water and I suggest you ride the storm out in the bedroom sheltering in place. <laughs> A
0: teenage daughter, that sounds about right. Yeah. I think I know a couple people that might want to start using that. <laughs> Putting your sign outside the door, you know, right. that's texting, the, texting the wife at work, you know, just so you know.
1: Yep. Did I eat microwave ravioli with chicken nuggets for dinner like, fi- like a five-year-old? Yes. Did I still sprinkle my plate with a generous amount of flaked sea salt? Also yes. There's got to be a balance. Uh, sophistication? Right. Convenience. Right. Right. Good luck robbing my house. My home security system is Legos on the floor.
0: (laughs) The worst thing. You know what, though? Probably the person robbing the house will be wearing shoes.
1: (laughs) Last one. Dear July, if this is the month that the aliens come to Earth, please make sure they have the cure for coronavirus. That is all. Carry on. Please. Please. And thank you. Yep. That's it. And don't let it come back. Right.
0: Because this quarantine stuff is for the birds. Yeah, we've had enough. Had enough. We've we've had enough. It's mid, it's early July. Yeah. And I'm done with it. Yep. Okay, Katie, we'll do it again next week. It sounds good.